in my house growing up in the early and mid 80s, placed on the wall of the kitchen, there was a large wooden structure with tiny shelves in which you placed all these little knickknacks. I remember as a boy looking through all of those trinkets. I remember a campaign button that said, I like Ike. But one of the little jewels I was always fascinated with was my dad's senior ring. It was a gold ring with a black stone from Central High School. And as a boy, I would try it on, and I couldn't wait to be old enough to get my own class ring. Your junior year of high school is when you get size for your senior ring. But as some of you remember, because I've told you before, I didn't get size for my senior ring. I didn't purchase one because I had my sights set on another ring, a state championship ring in baseball. That was my goal. That was my mindset. That was my pursuit. That's what consumed my thoughts, my time, and much of my energy. The problem was that, well, baseball is not a one-man sport. It's a team sport. One team made up of different people who play different positions and each position needs a different skill set in order to contribute to the team. The left fielder needs a different type of throwing motion than the pitcher or even the catcher. And the catcher needs a different type of flexibility and mobility than the third baseman. Different skills to make up the one team. But even then, just because you can field a team and even if each player has the skills necessary, you still need a unifying mindset. And that was part of the problem with the team that year. We didn't win the state championship, so I don't have that ring, and I don't have a class ring. Not everyone playing the game is playing for the same purpose. Some are playing to win. Some are playing the game just so they won't have to spend time at home. Some are playing because their parents want them to play. Trying to get everyone to believe the same thing about the game and the purpose of the game and about winning can be a difficult task of the coach, but that's his job. After all, what you believe about the game and its purpose absolutely affects how you play. And in 1 Corinthians, Paul is laying down some extremely important truth so that the Corinthian church would believe correct doctrine about the church herself, its nature, and its operation. He's getting everyone to the same page, moving in the same direction, so that the purpose of the church can be fulfilled. And what you believe about the church affects how you live with the church and in public life. And in Corinth, the church was believing some wrong notions about who she was and how she was to function. And this is why Paul begins chapter 12 with, I don't want you to be uninformed, brothers. Paul's clearing up in chapters 12 through 14 the misunderstanding and the misuse of spiritual gifts. What he has just made clear in verses 4 through 11 is summed up in verse 11 whenever he says, All of these are empowered by one and the same Spirit who apportions to each one individually as he wills. And in verses 12 through 13, he's going to explain how it is that a bunch of different people from different backgrounds with different spiritual gifts can be one body moving in the same direction, same purpose, with no division. Do you believe that could be the case for your church? Well, Paul lays out how that happens. And I hope you'll join us on the days to come as we continue to study. As you pray today, please remember Thomas Mobley and his family, our missionaries in Oklahoma. And also remember the Pagolo Life Word broadcast that's heard throughout Tanzania.